श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए गौर भक्त बिंद की जाए गौर प्रेम गुड इवनिंग वेलकम एवरीवन नाइस टू सिट विद यू अगेन दिस इवनिंग वी बीन फॉर दोस ऑफ यू हैवेंट बीन हियर वी बीन डिस्कसिंग द ब्रह्म विमोहन लीला इन द मॉर्निंग एंड सम अनुगा भक्ति दैट इज वेरी मच शोकेस्ड देयर as um pointed to by Shijiba Gosami Bishwanachakrapatakur in their tikas or commentaries on the subject in Shirupa's treatise Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and in the evenings we have been asking for questions so any questions about anything yes um i was following the uh discussion on uh, the harmonist between you and another devotee about the uh, individuality of the jiva mm. and uh, and while reading uh both arguments from you and the devotee I, the other devotee it struck me that uh <coughs> or the, the question that i got from there that The, the the point that the uh, the other devotee tried to make was that the individuality of the jiva is like super individual uh that the more is more uh, so instead of such a dynamical and, and will as we discussed as the more that devotee as I understood he tried to point out that there is even more mm-hmm. and is that so the question that I got for myself is that Is there any like bias culture cult or cultural context that we have to attend to when reading the scriptures so we don't get the feel like it came out like a really American way to see at the jiva as a super individual. Mm-hmm. So I, I was so my question is that uh, how do we counteract this cultural filter that we may have when reading the scriptures so we don't interpret them through the filter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do we need to translate? I guess you're doing that into Polish, huh? Do you want me to summarize it? No, I tried to summarize. You tried to summarize the question. Okay. Okay. Well, um I think the short answer, which is not something you would expect from me, so I won't leave it at that, but um <laughs> but the uh the, the short answer to your question as to how to um overcome a cultural influence in terms of understanding the essential message of the sacred text is that we um need to hear the text from qualified persons hmm? who uh, of course come from a cultural background <laughs> themselves um but arguably have transcended it sufficiently to understand the essence and indeed to the extent that they can present it to a cultural um in a, in a cultural setting in in a way that it will sound like it's from the setting <laughs> enough that the the listeners will feel um 
comfortable with it, hmm? attracted to it, understand it. That's to say, for example, with examples that illustrate philosophical points drawn from the cultural um, uh, circle that one finds oneself in. Um, that would be very useful. We know that camels eat thorns um, from reading the Bhagavatam. This is an example for exa- drawn from the, from, the, uh, from the culture, the Indian culture, to tell us that, well, it's not the prettiest thing, <laughs> but that uh, uh, it's an example about overindulgence in, in, uh, in, in um, sexual intimacy. It's that it's a, that it's a draining affair because camels eat thorns and um, uh, their tongue bleeds from that, something like that. It doesn't even like entirely, you know, connect with us. Perhaps we've never, maybe even seen a camel. Let's speak of one eating thorns and so on. I mean, it's useful. But if you could draw an analogy from the Finnish culture or the Polish culture and so forth to make the point then it becomes more user-friendly. Hmm? Um, that's why, for, I'm sorry, I'm getting long already, but that, that's why it's said, for example, that a Brahmin should have a Brahmin guru and a Sudra should have a Sudra guru and a Pole should have a Polish guru or a Westerner should have a Western guru and an Indian should have an Eastern guru and so forth. Um, these, this is, of course, a relative consideration the relative considerations have their value. Overriding that, of course, we need a qualified spiritual guru. Hmm? But if we can have a spiritual guru who is also from a similar background as ours, then psychologically there is a meeting there that makes the transmission of the teaching that much uh, easier. We used to sit with, with Prabhupada um, and some Indi- in India, some boy would would be in the background, and some who would come, you know, f- as a result of the the program. And uh, Prabhupada might ask a question. I mean, in, in a darshan, in, in, in more intimate darshan, and um, and then Prabhupada would, would say, "So, have you understood to that Indian boy?" And, and he would say, "Yes," and probably go then. And then the guy would be in the kitchen, you know, washing pots and so forth. I mean. He just kind of, there was like this, you don't didn't even need to speak in some instances because they were culturally attuned. Hmm? Um, age is a similar thing. We like to have old Indian guru. Um, <laughs> that may be good. That may be a problem also. It may be that much more difficult for him or her to communicate with us essentially the ideas and so forth. So there's an advantage if we can align up the relative and the absolute. Ultimately, of course, we want to, have a qualified guru, if we can add to that hmm, one that, that has a similar intellectual kind of background or, or not from ourselves and cultural background, that's helpful. So while we need a medium to understand the text hmm, that has transcended his or her own cultural influence to the extent that they can actually grasp the essential principles and the essential ideas. Hmm? And then, in the context of their cultural background, represent it and so forth. This would be an ideal situation. And this is, I think, the best that we can come up with for overcoming 
our particular cultural uh, biases that, for example, I think what you're uh, uh, implying or referring to is maybe the rugged individuality of, of, of uh, Americanism or something like that. And, um, um, you know, the Marlboro Man or something uh, who just uh, uh, walk your own path and you're an individual and, uh, and I'm going to... And, and that gentleman was more or less presenting the idea, like, I'm going to choose my own rasa and I'm going for it and it's, it's up to me, it's my choice. I'm an individual, I'm a person. And the opportunity comes, and I'm pick what I want, and I'm and I'm going. And this is what how he thought the teachings, um, how he understood the teaching. And there's some truth to that, and there's obviously some some problem with that. This is not a right. Hmm? Bhakti is not a right. Hmm? Bhakti is a gift. Hmm? Indeed, Krishna is a person because of bhakti. That we have to understand. If we take bhakti, the essence of wit, which is the essence of the sarup shakti, to use Prabhupada's language, the internal energy of God, if we take that out, if we could, extract that from Krishna, what would we have? We would have God undifferentiated. We would have Brahman. In sarup shakti, in, in Brahman, the sarup shakti is not manifest. There's no bhakti there. You need some bhakti, even sattviki bhakti, a, ma- a manifestation of bhakti in Satbhagun to, to, to get us there. Mm-hmm. And once getting there, then in Sayuja, for example, in merging with Brahman, there's no individuality, there's no differentiation, there are, there are no qualities, there's nothing to say, there's nothing to do, there's no form. If we, if we even move beyond that in a, in a measured but considerable step that still has some familiarity with that from Brahma Sayuja to Shantarasa. It's actually a huge step, but nonetheless, there's some familiarity. There's some fence sitting of sorts in 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 Shantarasa. Shantarasa, the point I'm making, for example, is there's no interest in Leela. The Shantarasa devotee is not interested in Leela, in the movement, in the beatific form, rupa. Hmm? even qualities of the form of the Godhead. He's not very interested in that. You come to Dasaras, of course, then, then there's interest in form and in Leela and so forth. And as you go up the ladder of aesthetic rapture in Rasananda, then the movement of Bhagavan becomes more prominent the Leela, so what, for example, in, in Vaikuntha, what are the Leelas of Narayan? Can you, which ones do you want to talk about? You probably can't even think of one, practically. I mean, there are the different avatars, of the, and they, they manifest in the world, and they have them some slavif, salvific you know, role in Shristi Leela to be instruments by which, as we talked about this morning, Bhagavan Narayan plays out the, the, the desire for compassion hmm, to be the deliverer and so forth. Hmm. Uh, this is what Shristi Leela is about, as I said this morning. Narayan feels in Vaikuntha, I'd like to experience compassion. So there's a Shristi Leela. Hmm. It corresponds with that. Hmm. There's no time gap there. So there's always a Shristi Leela. Hmm. Uh, 
and and there's always some some scope for compassion in, in a god. This is not for, for Goloka. Hmm? This is not for the Brajalila. This is on a low end of the spectrum of love. As important and extraordinary as it is from our perspective. Hmm? After all, we are in the middle of the Shrishti Lila. We are born for that. We are born out of that. The one who became many hmm? for the sake of, of compassion. Hmm? Um, and of course, therefore, Mahabhananaya Bhutara. This is a huge opening in the window of opportunity for the jiva. Hmm? Mahaprabhu is described by Sri Rupa in this way. Mahabhananaya Avatar. He spoke about how Krishna is not really the uh, best person in and of himself to look to for compassion. Hmm? He has, it's difficult to be empathetic if you have no experience of the suffering of others if you're not in proximity to that. Hmm? Ryan is in greater proximity. Mahavishnu, this is his expansion for the sake, or his avatar, is, I should say, for the sake of tasting that kind of love and so forth. And more so, of course, the devotees are the Kripa Shakti of Bhagavan, Sri Krishna, the Sadhana Siddhas, that is, who have some experience of suffering and can remember it hmm? and therefore be empathetic and uh, and so on. So it's the the love life the idea is of the, the God it is is, is complex. Hmm? And um, there are different manifestations for facilitating. That's what he's all about, love. And so there are different leelas, different realms, worlds, and so on. And so and different types of jivas also to correspond with that. And, and so on the one side, you have this material world. The other side, you have the parvium, the spiritual world. And you have like kind of in between. It's not material. It is spiritual. But it's, it's like, a, like an inanimate spirituality, Brahman. Hmm? It's everywhere, so as we often say, how can it move? It's everywhere. If you're everywhere, you can't move. There's nowhere to go. This is Brahman. Now, what makes Brahman a person? It's just a way of talking about it, obviously. We say that Brahman is subordinate to Krishna. Why? Because because Krishna is the condensation of the Brahman, and in Krishna there is Leela and Rupa and Guna, there is an object, a consciousness object that we can repose our capacity, our ananda in, which enhances our capacity to experience all that we have the potential for as a unit of ananda, suchit ananda. Sukhananda, hmm? uh, the Atmaram of Sukadev, has its limitations. There's no object to repose that love. And bhakti-ananda is another thing. Hmm? The ananda of the jiva is very small. We see, it does not have the power in and of itself to dispel the darkness, the shadows of maya. What to speak of overwhelm Bhagwan. The swarup shakti that bhakti is constituted of, hmm? that the, the, the principal players in Krishna Leela Lalita, Vishaka, Sudam, Sridam, Nanda, Jashoda are constituted of. They have not only the power to dispel Maya, but the power to overwhelm Krishna. Indeed, Krishna is Krishna because Krishna is Jashoda Nandan, because there is Jashoda. Hmm? You understand? Hmm? He's Radhanath, because there is Radha. So these are all forms of bhakti. This is the Chinta Beda Bed, the love of Krishna and Krishna 
are one mm. and different mm. for the sake of the, uh, the love requires both these things want and different you and I become we mm. that is love mm. I accept your heart as mine you accept my heart as yours Radha Krishna Pranay Vikriti Ladini Shakti Rasmad Radha is the is the is the um, uh, the pran- the pranai. Pranai here means love, the transformation of Krishna's love. Ladini Shakti Rasmad, and and so, what makes Krishna what makes Krishna, God a person is bhakti. In other words, without the influence of bhakti, without the influence of the srup shakti, he's still. Brahman is still can't move. Hmm? He's everywhere. Can't even talk about him. All you can say is what he's not. And the same holds true for you. And you, and you, and you, and me. What can we say about ourselves? I am. That's a big statement. I am. Hmm? We've talked about this to some extent. The most popular word in English, Polish, Finnish, Spanish... Mangla, aham, ami, hmm? I. This is the word we use most. Hmm? I. Hmm? What is the I? Hmm? Well, that's complex. There are different kinds of eyes, but ultimately, the way I'm speaking about it at the moment, I am. This is a characteristic of the jiva. The jiva has a sense. I exist. That is huge. A huge, huge thing. Hmm? And existence, as we said, cannot come out of non-existence. Hmm? Therefore, what exists has always existed. You only have existence and non-existence. <laughs> These are the two choices you have. If existence cannot come out of non-existence, hmm? then existence has always been. Hmm? And whatever it exists will always exist. Whatever does not exist will never exist because existence cannot come out of non-existence. We are of that nature. Hmm? We exist. That's what we know. This is our ultimate praman. Evidence for knowing is our experience. Our our only real experience is that we exist. Hmm? If you think about it, you'll trace it back. This is what we really experience, that I exist. If we were to ask, what is the most extraordinary experience, to put it this way, that we have in the world? Hmm? If I say, what is the most extraordinary experience that you've had? I would argue that the most extraordinary experience that we have all had is that we experience. That's very extraordinary. Hmm? In other words, it's completely different than the things that we are preoccupied with, that we think we experience. We think we experience things, but we're really only experiencing that we exist. Hmm? The things are here today, they're gone tomorrow. We can't even touch the world of matter. It is mithyam in many respects. It is false. Hmm? As soon as you try to touch it, it changes. It's <laughs> uh, So... We only, like Heisenberg said, we only experience our experience of the world. 
when we try to analyze it. We only experience what our experience is. And that's what I'm saying, is what we experience is that we experience. Hmm? We, we don't experience the objective world. We experience experiencing. Hmm? So, we are a unit of such experience. This is a huge thing. We are identified with in the, with matter, with the objective world, unfortunately, and and often at the cost of the excitement of of being what we are. The, the I is the most important subject. It's the only subject. Well, it's you and I, and we love ourselves. The I, the, the the atma, is the object of love in this world. We love things only because we've identified with them. Otherwise, they're somebody else's, and we don't care about them. We extend ourselves into the house, into the family. As I've said, Upanishad said, it's not the husband the one, one lo- the wife loves. It's not the house that the wife loves. It's not the child that the husband, that the father loves. It's the self. And the two letters, my, extend us into that object, and we identify with it, misidentify with it, and this is at the loss, then, of the uh, how exciting it is to be a unit of existence and experience in comparison to a, 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 an inanimate, non-experiencing um, reality, matter, hmm? for example. So, so, so to to break through this, uh, uh, you know, here we have. So we have. I am an American. Hmm? We have I am, and we have I am a gopa. If we talk about Sambandhanuga Bhakti, I am a gopi, Kamanuga Bhakti. Hmm? These are three eyes. Hmm? We are tata. Somewhere in the middle means I am. As soon as you say I am American, then there are so many desires that come with that and a personality is formed on the basis of that. Hmm? That is the jiva, the tatasta, in relation to the maya shakti. Hmm? And an attachment to the maya shakti forms an identity. Therefore, I often say we are our attachments. Hmm? And and the advertisers know that very well. So they know how to advertise the subject and get us to buy (laughs) Because we are those things. We are that car. We are that, you know, they're very good at that. So we are our, our desires, materially speaking. Hmm? So that I am American, or I am Polish, I am a man, or I am a woman. Hmm? Um, then we have, th- this is insubstantial. We think it's substantial, so we hear that, oh, uh, in our school of Vedanta, we teach that you're an individual. Everybody likes that. Yes, I'm an individual. I'm going to do my thing here. This is very, <laughs> very attractive. But what is that individual? We're carrying with us to some extent this idea, I'm American, I'm Finnish, and all these cultural trappings and, 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 and desires and so forth. And the whole teaching, of course, or the half of the teaching is to get rid of that, to cleanse that away. That's what... Cheta Dharpana Marshana means. That's what that's what's in yoga yoga context, that's what Chitta Brittini Roda is. Hmm? 
Now it doesn't sound as attractive anymore. It's starting to sound a little, I'm not sure if I want to stay in, get involved here. Hmm? Of course, we all want to say, well, don't get involved then. But you can't be that anyway. Hmm? You cannot be Polish anyway for too long. Hmm? So <laughs> if you can fight it all, you can fight it all you want, but you really can't get away. Hmm? from that side of the equation. You can pretend hmm, all you like, but then you do that in the name of being truthful, being honest, hmm? being logical, being reasonable. Hmm? It's not reasonable. Hmm? So that I, that I am, hmm, that is the product of the Tathasta Shakti in conjunction with, in relation to the Maya Shakti. Hmm? We take that off this is the point. What's left? What is that individual that's left? Well, our, our, our means for really knowing about this, hmm? we, there are many people that try to figure this out. Most people don't. They don't bother with it. But it is a pretty important subject. <laughs> uh, it's not an old subject for dusty books that no longer you know, are pertinent in today's world in some other language or something like that, like Bhagavatam or something. You know, the Bhagavad is speaking about a very relevant subject. Hmm? The nature of experiential reality. What is it? What is consciousness? And of course, it's speaking about it very beautifully because it's not only speaking about that consciousness is not, is different from matter. This is just like the baseline of its teaching. It speaks about what is the consciousness of consciousness, ultimately. That is what we mean by Sri Krishna Chaitanya. What is, this is a very extraordinary idea. What is the consciousness of consciousness? And in a word we could say, is love. Hmm? This is Radha Krishna Pranay Bhikkhutiladini Shakti Rasmat, as I cited earlier. Hmm? This, is, this verse I cite, this is the philosophical stepping stone that, that Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami puts before us a ground, hmm? a, a, a step, but a firm step, philosophical step, to stand on from which we can, onto which we can ascend and then consider the highest theological questions that have ever been asked. Hmm? And who's asking them? God. Wow. Hmm? What, what, am, what is it about me? Hmm? There he is. He's Satchitananda, but he's having a Sat crisis, an existential crisis. What is it about me? And he's having a, 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 a chit crisis too. He's in an, a state of unknowing. Hmm? His existence is, is in question. Uh, there's something I don't know. I don't have experience of. There's, there is ananda hmm? that is not within the realm of my experience. And I'm supposed to be the king of love. Hmm? So as we said before, Vrindavan means the sat and the chit hmm, is marginalized. The more the, you magnify the ananda, the more the sat and the chit will be marginalized. It's like love is an unknowing. Ignorance is bliss. Yes, it's true. This is, we teach this. Hmm? Krishna is in some kind of ignorance. This is, of course, a divine ignorance, a divine unknowing. He is in the play that is the answer to the problem of omniscience. Hmm? And he's very absorbed in that. If you know everything, it's a problem. 
can't do anything. It's boring. Hmm? So you have to play. This is Leela. Hmm? So there has to be some unknowing in there. And the existence is very small and marginal and questionable. It's a countered place. It's like, there's not even any, there's mud buildings and so forth. Sometimes it's described like jeweled buildings and so This is just to talk about Golok a little beyond Gokul, just to attract us there. Because we like jewels and things <laughs> and so forth. But actually it's extremely human-like. Just like we heard in, in, in Brahma Vimohan Leela, Sukadeva is speaking with such feeling. Hmm? about the intimacy of Krishna and his associate friends. Hmm? And it's so human-like. He's, he's actually... It, this is Vishmai. Vishmai. He, this is the, 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 the rasic sentiment of his um, satam... What is it? Itam satam brahma sukhan utam. We spoke about this this morning. He reflects back on that leela. And he's just amazed. Vishmai he, is in amazement. Hmm? This is the kind of the, the feeling, the rasa of this of Sukadeva as he utters this verse. What they're just like they're just really like ordinary boys with him. In, in fact, it's not even they even steal one another's lunches and make the other boy cry. And we hear him we go, the cowards have to cry too. I mean, that's a little taking it a little too far, isn't it? I, I thought it was all happy there. Yeah. It is, of course, but it's complete. The point he's making is, it's 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 it's, it's really the, the the supreme form expression of divine humanism. There's nowhere where human life comes closer to to divinity than in Krishna Lila. That's why, of course, the Prakat Lila, the manifest Lila, is is said to be the, the, the source of the unmanifest Lila. It is, it is like filmed on location. So there's extra um, added value to it. Hmm? It's completely human-like. They steal lunch and hide it under a thorn bush with red ants. And so even if he finds it, then, but then they take it and, and it, whatever it comes. Then they eat it, it comes back, and it, of course everything works out. But but the, he's marveling at this. This is like. Comp- my my he said, they're just like completely like p- ignorant people under the influence of Maya. Hmm? They see him just like one of them. They don't think I'm his. They think he is mine. He is ours. He is one of us. If Brahma's coming in, about to. We haven't got that far, but he'll come in on his swan. He'll see this, and he'll think. Is that him? That my guru, who gave me the four verses that the Bhagavatam is based on, hmm? at the dawn of creation, and invited me into Sakirasa. We find that in Chatur Shlok. Have a friendly relationship with me. Is that him? Looks like him in Gopabesh, but he's not standing with Gyan Mudra giving a blessing. No, he's got uh, Kabal hmm? in his. <laughs> In his left hand, he's holding rice and yogurt, and it's falling between his fingers. Hmm? And, and, you know, they say, Brahma says, we should eat with your right hand. Hmm? Krishna says, I'm eating with my right hand. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) No, no, not like that. Not that you eat from your left hand. (laughs) No, no. Uh, It's completely ordinary. Hmm? 
uncivilized even, uneducated. And, and of course, is what is brought as the value of ordinary things. We, we always, this is important, we're always looking for something, some glare, some glitter, some gyan, and the, and the bairagi that corresponds with it. What does Swami eat? Oh, only Tulsi leaves on Ikadasi. Wow. Something going on there. Hmm? Like that. Or from the Gan side, or from the Karma side. How many devotees came to the festival? Well, only three. Sorry I asked. So it must be a problem. Hmm? Maybe not. Maybe he could speak about higher topics then. Because hmm? only three came who were really interested. Hmm? Do you understand? <laughs> so, but we think in terms of Gan and Karma, these are the two tracks that our material life runs on. Hmm? And so, if there's a big thing going on, there's a big group, there's a big building, it's happening. Hmm? That's when people start to join. It's happening over there. We can go. Hmm? We all, you know, to one extent or other sheep, but we have to become <laughs> something else. This is true. We should be followers, but we should be individuals also. Hmm? What kind of, what kind of indi- how can we be individualistic and followers at the same time? as we find in the Brajalila. Every gopi, every Brajsundari heard the flute sound of Krishna in the night, Sard Purnim. They heard the sound, it, they could hear Lalita, Bishaka. They could hear the sound. He could play the flute and everyone's name. Of course, they only heard their own name and they were only in their own house. Hmm? And they had a million and eight reasons not to follow that sound, that diksha. Hmm? This is diksha in the lila. Hmm? It is said you can only have one diksha guru. That's why we say Krishna is the guru. <laughs> it's life after life. Yeah. And in the lila they're getting the, these sadhana siddhas. They're hearing also. They're getting the diksha, the flute sound of Krishna. They're hearing the name. They hear, they're, they're being called. Hmm? And there are so many reasons not to go. But they went. Hmm? And they didn't wait for anybody else. Do you understand? They weren't... Sheep means followers, means herd animal means, well, if the herd's going, I'm going. Hmm? You have to be a follower, but, but not, like a, not like group think. You have to think. Hmm? You have to think for yourself. Don't, don't use this as an excuse not to think. No. You will have to write your own page. Hmm? All this Shastra is like an outline, like a table of contents only. Hmm? You have to read the table of contents. You have, to, you have to enter into the spirit of that. And you have to write your own page there. Hmm? Yeah, the Guru will hold your hand like you've seen a picture of Prophet holding Dwarkadish's hand. My God, brother Dwarkadish was just one of the early Guru cool boys. Some of you maybe don't know him, but there's a beautiful picture of Prabhupada and he's holding Dwarkadish's hand and teaching him to write. Hmm. Maybe Devanagari, something like that. You may hold the hand, but still you'll have to, you have to do that. Hmm. Mercy is there hmm. and some effort is there. We make effort to get mercy. When we get the mercy, he'll say, more, make more effort. <laughs> something like that. Hmm. So, uh, we, 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 bhakti means we have a gift, we have an opportunity. Bhakti Surup Shakti. So Bhakti facilitates will. Maya Shakti does not facilitate the will. Hmm? 
The jiva's unit of sat, chit, ananda, it exists. It's aware that it exists. It's cognizant. It's, it's a knowing entity. Therefore, it's self-luminous. Hmm? Um, it's intelligible, it means. It's knowable. It, can, it makes itself known. Hmm? Nothing else can make it known. It, it makes itself known. Brahmasukam. Hmm? What is it? Itam satam brahmasukha anubhutya. Anubhav. Anubhita means, it means it's, it's Brahman and the Jiva in a similar way. It's, again, it's existing. So it's, 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 uh, nothing can shed light on it. It is luminous. Hmm? So, it, it's sat, it exists. It is chit in constitution. It's, it, Self-aware, it, 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 is a, it is a unit of, 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 of knowing, and it knows that I exist, and it has a purpose for existing. Hmm? That is ananda. Hmm? It exists for a purpose, and that's no purpose, because love knows no reason. Hmm? That means for play, for love, it's existing, ultimately for this purpose. So, you know, what, what is the jiva? You have to look at the jiva as a unit of potentiality also. Hmm? We want to say, well, if I take off the sarup shakti and I take off the maya shakti, what am I really? Really, what am, that's what I want to know. What I am hmm? as an individual. We want to say, well, is there really a possibility that you could be independent of one shakti or another as tatasta? If there's anything similar to that, we call it brahmasayuja which is sometimes referred to in English as spiritual suicide. Hmm? So we are largely a product of an, our, our environment. We're not, we are something that in, in a certain environment will respond in a certain way. If we have the environment of the Srup Shakti to Sadhu Sangha, hmm, then our full potential can be realized. Hmm? It's like an inheritance. You have an inheritance, but you haven't spent it yet. You don't know about it. Hmm? As you become of age, some ward of the some person of the court will be appointed, and then you'll 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 and then you'll be all that you can be. This is the influence of bhakti. So bhakti is a gift. Hmm? Well, what is the jiva hmm? independent of bhakti? What is the jiva independent of the maya shakti? Well, it's it's not much we can say about it. There's not much said. This gentleman wanted to put all these other things in there. Hmm? That I have all these. It's a unit of. It's a person has desires and feelings and and, and and so forth. And so when we taste his idea was when bhakti comes to us, then our personality responds to that and 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 um, and it comes out our personality. Hmm? It's really it's really what's there is will. It's 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 a it's a unit of will. Hmm? Will is free. I talk about free will. There's no, there's no unfree will. <laughs> will is freedom. That's what it is. Hmm? It's freedom. It's choice. So we are dynamic in that sense. We are, we, we are a unit of will. And so bhakti will, will <laughs> uh, uh, come to us and bless us. And in the context of that, the fact that we're a will will be facilitated in a way that the Maya Shakti doesn't facilitate. 
We'll express will, and we have been since the time immemorial in relation to the Maya Shakti. Hmm? Um, but we find it's problematic because we we have will, but our will isn't fulfilled. We have desires, they're not fulfilled. Maya Shakti tends to suppress the will. And therefore, as I said this morning, prakriti kriyamanani gunaikarmani sarvasa. Hmm? You think you're doing something, but it's only the brain. Hmm? It's only the brain. That's heavy. Hmm? That's what the Gita says. It's only the brain. Hmm? Of course, science says it's only some people in science and the popular scientific community. It's only the brain. Hmm? But the Bhagavad goes on to say, of course, but you're not a brain. Hmm? You turn the brain on. You're the witness. There's power in witnessing. Hmm? Things happen because someone's there. That wouldn't happen otherwise. There's power in witnessing. Paramatma is a witness. The jiva comes from the paramatma. Hmm? This is one of the qualities of the jiva described in Paramatma Sandarbha, hmm? that it has an affinity for paramatma. It mean, that's what it means. Its source, it, it's, it's, it comes from the paramatma. It means from Vishnu, hmm? Mahavishnu, Shristi Lila. One desires to become many. Hmm? So we, we have an affinity for our source. This is natural. Hmm? Just like you have affinity for your parents, your family, and so forth. So there's a natural, inborn affinity. Hmm? So there's some, like it means there's some loving capacity. There's some 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 sense of some. Sometimes probably talk about inherent or or dormant love of God. This is kind of really what's being talked about there. There's some. This this will be familiar territory, or it's not. It's new territory, but you will feel familiar there. Hmm? Because going there means to connect with the source. This is the whole experience of smarnam. If you absorb yourself in kirtan, smarnam will come and arrest the mind, and what and you will feel like in a, you, you will feel in familiar territory, although you've never been there before. In all your experience, you'll feel I've never experienced anything like this before. Hmm? but I've never felt more at home hmm? either. Hmm? It's, so it's like, it's like remember, it's like it's, it's not formed because after all, we are a unit of Satchitananda. Bhakti is Satchitananda on, on stilts, it's uh, on steroids, something like that. Sambit, Ladini, hmm? Sandini, hmm? Again, it has the power to overwhelm Krishna. That is the meaning of Krishna. Hmm? Krishna is not... <laughs> there's no Krishna independent of his Sarup Shakti. Only different degrees of that Sarup Shakti cause him to be more or less animate. As I said, Brahman is still. There's some movement in, 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 in the Paramatma, Mahavishnu. He's like this. You ever see Big deity in India of Mahavishnu. He's like this. Ah, I think I'll become many. What will I do today? I'll become many. Oh, there's a problem. Do something about that. Braha, Nursingha, Bhamana. Hmm? Unfortunate problem. I try to solve it. Ah, go back to bed. Hmm? Something like that. Hmm? 
That's why the the, 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 the devas, we jumped ahead a bit, I quoted Yagyabuk Mujube. Hmm? Sukadev described him later. Hmm? Nanda Nandan Krishna, Gopal Krishna. He's eating. Actually eating. But he's known as he only really eats sacrifice, but he's actually eating. What is that? How will the Davids I wonder how he only eats by sacrifice. We make some sound, oh hum hum, ring some bells, light some lights, God ate. You see, this is also an important point. God is a person for Leela. That's why. Somebody was saying, I can't relate to the idea that, that the world is full of suffering and there's a God. If God there's a God, how can he allow suffering in the world? It's the wrong way of thinking about it. God is only a person for Leela. That's what he's a person for. He's not, you think he's a person, he knows everything, he's thinking about the world, and he's, in, he's a supreme controller, and there's a little bit of a Christian idea, like God will have an influence in the world and perform the miracles and so forth. It, it's a little, of course, we have a little bit of this. God comes to the world, but He comes for Leela, Pritranayasadhanam. That's why He comes. Hmm? He's a person for Leela. He's a person because of Bhakti. Hmm? Otherwise, things are kind of like automatic. You know, I mean, why is there suffering? Well, why is there anything? All we know is that there is. Hmm? Hmm? Um, you know, you could answer it in, in any number of ways because there's will. So. There will be choices. Hmm? Yeah. You understand my point? Uh, this is very... The idea that... We were talking about that you're an individual and how that might be misunderstood. That God is a person, how that might be misunderstood also. Hmm? What we think when we think God is a person. We, <laughs> we have our own ideas about that. Hmm? He's a person for Leela. Hmm? For Leela. And particularly for Brother Leela. Hmm? There he's most animate. If we move from the Paramatma, hmm? Paramatma is also, he's everywhere but in one place, supposed to be in every heart and every atom. Hmm? So there's not much movement for him either. Hmm? He accepts sacrifices, he sleeps, eats these sacrifices. We go to Narayan and Vaikuntha, there's some movement there. Sometimes he comes out. And there are trumpets. And and move so far, stop. More trumpets. And recite the Vedas. Ever go to South India? Hmm? I had a great experience. In Padmanabhshetra, one one year I went. The temple's like a city. Hmm? You go in, it was a codice. And so they brought the the Vijay Murti out on a palanquin, a small deity. And then had the elephant in in, in in the temple. And a procession. And every, you know, 50 feet it stops. Do, 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 and recite the Vedas and go around the temple. And, and here's a little deity of this avatar and a stringa and this one here, Kurma, and, and so, recite something about him. And, and there, and maybe you get a glimpse of oh, there he is on the chariot and then he goes back in. And, hmm, and you know, nobody knows what goes on in the palace with him and Lakshmi, you know. Um, and even there, it's somewhat, somewhat limited and then you go to the, of course, you go to the, if you go up, let's skip to the, to the, to the, to the end of the Brajlila. Hmm? Krishna never stops moving. He's up all night long. Hmm? Hmm? 
from, from not being able to move at all to not being able to stop moving. And what is the difference? To measure the degree of the influence of bhakti, of the surup shakti. It's animating the absolute. Therefore, he, 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 he practically, practically he's up all night. There's a pretense of going to bed and then out the window. Hmm? And then just as he falls asleep, it's time to get up. Get home before you get found out. Hmm? Yeah. And by the time he gets home, the cowards are busting to get out again and start the day. Hmm? So again, he practically has not a, not a, not a moment's rest. Hmm? Fully animated because of the full expression of bhakti. He's fully a person there hmm? for that purpose. Not for overseeing every detail of the world and, and, and so forth. Yes, Narayan wants to experience compassion. So does the world. Hmm? So does the Shishti Leela. And sometimes in that Leela, there's an extraordinary event that takes place. Hmm? It's, it's a result of this, this Braj Leela, this Krishna in existential crisis. Hmm? His Ananda is so extraordinary hmm? that his thought and his chit are in question. Hmm? And again, as I said, that's love. In love, there's some unknowing, and wh- where you exist, it doesn't matter. Hmm? You could live in the hollow of a tree if you have someone you love. You don't need a big space. Hmm? We could drop you on the moon, but if there's nobody there, who cares how big your house is? you got your own planet, and you're alone. Hmm? Give me one person on a rock to crawl under, one person who I love, who loves me, Affection is space. Affection is accommodation. This is the Brajlila. Hmm? It may have affection. Hmm? And this is how Krishna controls, by affection. As I've said before, the more on the scale of controlling, hmm? the more we are controlled, the less we will know we are controlled. If we're controlled physically, we know I'm being controlled physically. I want out. Help. Hmm? If I'm being controlled mentally, the control will be greater, but it will be more subtle, and I may not even know that I'm being controlled. And someone might, might have to come in and say, get out of there. It's a terrible relationship. He's abusing you. Hmm? He's manipulating you. So there's mental control, there's, there's physical control, mental control, intellectual control also. And then there's the control by love. Hmm? Krishna's controlling by love. And what is the result? He doesn't appear like a controller. Hmm? Indeed, he appears controlled. Because <laughs> love is reciprocal. <laughs> so who's to be afraid of such a person? Hmm? Hmm? Who doesn't want love? Hmm? And where has it been talked about in such a way hmm? and played out in such a way that the possibilities of, uh, of love are more than what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given. I don't know of anywhere else. Hmm? So if you want love, and we do, <laughs> we want to exist, not to love to exist, but we want to exist to love. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the place for us. That's a fact. And then in the context of that, we have to understand some tattva, what it means that God is a person, what it means that I'm an individual. Hmm? Hmm? Uh, what, what is the false individuality? The fellow said, if I'm not a person, then how can I be, you know, inherently, if I'm not a person in, in, in the sense he was thinking about with this, I've got desires, I've got qualities. He said something like, 
you know, Krishna has 64 qualities and the Jiva has up to 50 of those qualities. Yeah, but, but if, you, if you read the book, it says by doing bhakti, you can develop these qualities hmm, in relation to Krishna. Hmm. Uh, uh, the Jiva's, it, it's not full of, full of like a, there's another person all built in there or something like that. Hmm. Uh, no, I am. He said, that sounds terrible. I said, I thought that sounds great. <laughs> I am. It's a lot better than I'm American. That's horrible. And I'm an American, so I can... No, whether it be a... Whatever. It's, that's, that's in negative numbers. Yeah, come to zero. That's much better than negative numbers. Hmm? Right? So we can't carry that idea of personhood into the jiva hmm? and then think that there's something in the jiva that's really important that, that, that you should be proud of, so to speak, that you're all about, and that bhakti is just some, something that, that facilitates that. This is a misunderstanding of bhakti. Bhakti is everything. Hmm? Bhakti is, is, is allowing us to be what we are. We come under the influence of the uh, in potential to love. There's a huge infusion of love. Hmm? shakti. Hmm? Infusion of, 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 of some bit and ladini. Visheshatma means a certain kind of knowing. I'm a gopa. I'm a gopi. I'm this kind of gopa. I'm that kind of gopi. Hmm? In the context of the window of opportunity that's been afforded you through Guru Parampara. How do we develop bhakti? Hmm? By bhakti. What is your siddha rupa, siddha deha? It is a bhava deha. Hmm? Is bhava inside of you? <laughs> no. So, does the sung scarf come from within? No, it comes from without. So, very clearly, uh, the Goswami is described. I mean, they don't give a lot of time to it because it's it, it wasn't as much of a question. It was obvious. What's obvious? That's the point I'm making. It's obvious that by association you become influenced. It's everywhere in your experience and it's everywhere in the scriptures. Hmm? Association with material nature makes you like this. Association with sadhus makes you like that. It's everywhere said. So, similarly with bhakti, who you associate with so that you become like. Hmm? Now that association has been going on since... Millions of satyugas we we talked about this morning. So, there may be a, there will be a consistent thread hmm? Hmm. that will be picked up on and so forth and, and taken and to its full measure. But but bhakti sanskar hmm? by the this is the same idea of sukriti. Kritapunya hmm? punja Sukadev said. Hmm? What they have done, what to arrive at this position. Hmm? So, in the context of that wave of opportunity, hmm? and and and, and bhakti really affords us these two broad waves of opportunity, madurasa, hmm? and kamanuga, sambandhanuga. And within sambandhanuga, we find primarily some opportunity for sakirasa, hmm? and within that, sakirasa, tinged with madurasa, seems prominent. Within kamanuga. Babalasrati, Manjari Bhav, a handmaiden of Radha. This is the highest ideal. Hmm? 
It's not that one is, we should be clear, it's not that one is more surrendered than another. It's not like that. The gopi's more surrendered than the coward boys. I'll be more surrendered, I'll be a gopi. No, it's not like that. They are completely saranagatas. The stage of saranagati was built a long time ago. Now the drama of Krishna Leela is being performed there in their hearts. Outside of their heart. Their heart has come outside with Leela. Yeah, but by, by 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 association, association also has the will of Krishna. Ramanu Brahmite kon Bhagavan Jeev Guru Krishna Prasade Pai Bhakti Lata Vij. It comes from Krishna. Krishna arranges our sadhusanga. Hmm. So I want to be an individual. Yes, I want to be. Uh, I want to be. Uh, but but I but my individuality is derived. My sat is derived. My chit is arrived. Derived. Mayananda is derived. His is independent. Hmm? He's independently Satchit-ananda. Hmm? Gopis heard the flute. What did they do? They went, right? Hmm? They had such character, such integrity. They heard it, they went. They knew it was true. Hmm? It was true love. <laughs> Knowledge is ultimately love. They could feel the affection. Therefore, they had to go. Hmm? They went. They did not wait for anyone else. And when they got there, they saw, oh, you came too. And you also came. And you came. But then they held hands. We are a group. Hmm? This is how we find our group. You must be individual, yes, in this sense. Hmm? You must not just go with the, you know, misery loves company. Hmm? And stay miserable, like uh, you know, most devotees. <laughs> no, we no. have to have some courage, hmm? and you have to have courage also to know this. Hmm? Krishna arranges us sadhu sangha for us. We are all here for a reason. Hmm? Hearing things that are important. Me too. Hmm? We can't say, Maharaj, that was so great, but. But I'm not supposed to hear from people over here. <laughs> That's not supposed. To, it's not supposed to happen. So I'm feeling great about that. That's a very inspiring. But but I was, you know, lear- I learned that it's not supposed. To, it's only supposed to come in my group. Something like that. Hmm? We have to learn what is the group. Hmm? The group is the people who hear. They know it's true. They can. They feel. They they feel. This is this is actually saying what I feel. I, I agree with this because I feel like that. They're going, yes. Hmm? He's been able, she's been able to suspend the intellect to some extent. Go into the heart. Hmm? Capture that. Home, no, for home knowing, we need a home going person. For home going, I should say, we need a home knowing person. Hmm? And when he or she speaks, we say in English, that hit home. That hmm? touched my heart. Hmm? What is guru? Hmm? Chaitya Guru and Mahanta Guru. Guru is in the heart. He appears outside the heart and speaks in such a way that it sounds familiar. Like, I wanted to say it like that. I felt like that. I couldn't quite say it like that, but it's extending it and it's even and it's exciting. And I feel a prospect. And I also feel like, gee, I don't know very much. I thought I was, I knew a lot. I don't know so much. These two contradictory feelings, 
I'm nowhere and I'm everywhere. I'm nowhere and I'm and I'm I'm nowhere and I'm going everywhere that's worth going. Hmm? I have no position and and I'm being offered the highest position. This these two contradictory feelings keep us off out of off kind of off balance so that we're still we're continually in a teachable moment. This is the this is the task of the guru. Keep us in a te- in a teaching 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 teachable moment. Because hmm? as soon as we think we know, then we can what can we be taught? And the nature of the subject matter is what? Such that we'll be servants forever, students forever. Hmm? Krishna's a student. Hmm? That is Sri Krishna Chaitanya. He's telling us. The nature of the subject is such. We're students forever. Hmm? Every gopi went, they heard the sound. This kind of individuality. Hmm? The truth seeker, when you hear it, you know, that was true. You have to make that part of your life. That becomes a building block. Hmm? In a house of bhakti that you're trying to erect, make a temple for Krishna to dwell in. Hmm? This kind of, kind of, uh, I want to say, um, yes, individuality, not just, well, is everybody else going to go? Wait for them? If Gopis had waited, then everything would be lost, right? This is such an opportunity, they thought, I'm going. And they had so many reasons. We have no good reasons. They had all kind of good reasons in the context of the Leela. Not to go. Krishna said, even said, what are you doing here? (laughs) You have no business here. And he decided, from the karma perspective, Dharma Shastra, why you should not be here. Hmm? Even from a Gyan perspective, you should not be here. Even more so. Hmm? He's looking. Do you have any karma and Gyan that's covering your bhakti? Gyan karma, Adhyanavritam. Or is it Anukulena? Does it have any covering? Is it free from the covering? Is it Anukulena? Is it Krishnanushilanam? Hmm? Is it are you in forever? Is it ongoing? Hmm? He saw they they showed there's no karma covering our we're not coming here because of karma influence. We're not coming here because of gyan influence. We're not coming here for any shine, hmm? so to speak. We're coming here just to serve. There's no shine in that. I said earlier, we're attracted to some glimmer, some if there's big a lot of people, let's go. Hmm? If he's like standing on one foot only for you know for the last fifty years, that's far out. Let's go. He's, he's renounced. He's got knowledge, things. Hmm? Not that the guru shouldn't have knowledge. That the sadhu shouldn't have a following. But hmm? what does it mean to follow? And what is really being taught there? When you get there, you have to get through the glitter and see. Well, so 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 what now? What's next? There's nothing more. <laughs> Serve. But, yeah, but I mean, you know, is that it? You, you don't understand the beauty of that, you see. Serving is the end of all problems because when you sign on as a servant, hmm, then you have no problems. If you understand what service means, there are no problems. There are only opportunities to serve because you're there to please your master. Hmm? That means that's what I do. Whether it's a difficult day, or whether it's an easy day, it doesn't really make any difference. 
Hmm? This is our whole problem. We want to avoid pro- difficulties, and you know, pain, and find happiness. This is the whole of material life. We want to find happiness and avoid distress. Hmm? But for a servant, you see, just like in Madhavan, some of you have been there, Juan, Miguel, they, 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 they work for us there. They were born, Juan was born on that property. This is our ashram in Central America. And so one day Miguel came and he had been digging trenches to put electricity cords in from the river where we, we draw our electricity. And, and it's a hard work. So I thought, well, today I'd give him something easier to do, you know. And he said, so what is it? You know, he comes in, what's the service today? And he said, I said, well, you know, yesterday you were shoveling, maybe I'd give you something easier. He said, it doesn't matter. I said, what do you mean it doesn't matter? He says, my only business is to please you. If you're pleased, then it doesn't matter whether it's hard or easy. It doesn't matter. I just want to please. I'm here. That's my, my job is to please you. I'm a worker. I'm a servant. It doesn't matter what the service is, whether it's hard service or easy. It doesn't make any difference. You understand? I'm here to serve. He transcended, in a sense. And this is what Bhakti does, if you understand. You transcend this trying to avoid distress and to get happiness, create a favorable, enjoyable environment, avoid a distressful environment. You transcend this. See how little we understand bhakti. We're still trying to do that, move from side to side. Servant doesn't have that problem, properly understood. It was very nice to hear that from him. You see, this is not book knowledge. You can learn it from anybody. You're a good student. You can, you can, you can bhakti, uh, Krishna, guru speaking to us everywhere. Hmm? That's why you have to be like this, like just a little off balance, and feeling. Hmm? I have something to learn. I have something to learn. Hmm? Soon as we think I know, I've arrived, then problem. Hmm? So this is our group. We should be in such courageous people. This kind of individuals, hmm? of, of, of such character. Hmm? And then we see, I'm formerly in this group, but actually I like this one over there and that one over there. We have internet, so we can make a group on the internet, regardless of where we may be formally. Hmm? Ultimately, of course, we we want everyone to be in, in such dynamic uh, spirit of of uh, understanding. But, you know, on the other side, of everyone's moving according to their faith, and that's a way to harmonize everything also. What can be done? We have an influence of bhakti and some faith and going forward and everything in due course. We want to beat one another over the head and make others go faster and he's not learning enough and that's wrong. Some people can do that. Hmm. Not everybody. <laughs> and not most devotees can do that. Hmm. Some people can do it. They can do it with real feeling hmm. to, to bring about improvement with caring. Hmm. And they can say it strongly sometimes to teach. Hmm. That man wanted to talk about rasa. I said, you have to learn Vedanta. <laughs> what is the nature of the, of the atma? Then we talk about rasa. You need still to do some brahmajignasu, inquiry into, into brahman, hmm? or, or atma. What is the self? Hmm? You're adding all these things to the self that aren't there. And because you're, and I know that man, because you are such and such, and he told me this, I'm not going to say it. He's a certain person, he has certain tendencies, he likes certain things, and and so forth. And he, then he, on the basis of those things, he decided, this will be my rasa. Hmm? I'll choose this one. Hmm? I'm an individual. Hmm? 
This is not. You have to get rid of all that stuff. Hmm? And Krishna's choosing you also. It will come. Hmm? Desire will come. Hmm? And will come from up to down. Hmm? In, in, in really substantially, in a stage of ruchi, it, it, is, it is coming. There they are, it's characterized by some, by desire. Hmm? What do you mean it's character, characterized by desire? He says, I don't want this, I don't want that. I don't. Hmm? He's not saying, I don't want that. He's saying, I absolutely have no interest in it whatsoever, Mahaprabhu was saying. I want bhakti. Hmm? Means he has he has a different kind of desire now, because the swarup shakti, the influence is so prominent that spiritual desire is arising. It's coming from that side, soothing rays, moonlike rays of the of the of, of bhakti. And my prospect is becoming clear to me, because we can know it theoretically. Like I say, we have a couple of windows of opportunity that our sampradaya affords us. There's you know no big mystery here. Nityananda Prabhu was, was, began our Sampradaya as we were discussing. He established lineages of Sakyarasa, lineages of Madhurya Rasa became more prominent for good reason with the, with the forming of the Sampradaya through the writing of Chaitanya Charitamrita, the distilled essence of the Goswami's teachings in the local kind of vernacular in Bengali, making it more accessible and so forth. These these are our opportunities, and they come to us through our Guru Parampara. We take them and go through that window. Hmm? Hmm. And this is the general idea. We have some general taste of this because we have association with the the Bhakti Vinod Paribar, the family of Bhakti Vinod. As Bhakti Siddhanta told his disciples to think of themselves, our Paribar, our family, our our lineage within the Sampradaya, within the Gauri lineage, is Bhakti Vinod Paribar is so prestigious, what it has done. So prestigious. Hmm? And in its attempt to speak about it in a modern way and, and, and so forth, it may have tweaked things a little bit that, that sound a little different than the way the Goswami said it 500 years ago, but it should also. This emphasis on will is a good example. We find this in Bhakti Vinod. It's almost mudvesk. Mudvesk? Mudvish? Mudva. Because hmm? mudva, mudva is different. He says, each jiva is different. Hmm? Each jiva is different. So, you know, maybe it's a form of madhva. That's why I said this, but this is a little mudvish. You might want to go to that sampradaya. Each jiva is different. Each pool ball is different, but they're all the same, too. Hmm? Each jiva is like that. But, hmm? madhva wants to say something more. Hmm? But really what he wants to emphasize is his unit of will. It kind of goes without saying, but he wants to emphasize that. Hmm? If it has no will, then what is it? What's the difference between it and matter? Will is required for karma. There's an adi karma. People say, well, you had to make a choice first. Well, <laughs> which comes first? The seed of the tree. Yes. There has to be a choice for karma. Hmm? That's true. Hmm? That's true. Okay. You can't have one without the other. Hmm? Jiva has no beginning. Hmm? Right? The world has no beginning. Hmm? What is the world? Jiva. What, what connects the world and the jiva? 
karma. Therefore, it's called anadi. It has no beginning. Hmm? You can look at it one side. The will came first. You look at the other side. The karma came first. Hmm? But in either event, there's no beginning. Hmm? As we said, there's no beginning to existence. The shishti lila comes and goes, but for a time without beginning. Hmm? It's a very nice, actually, idea. It's very comforting if you understand it properly. It's very, it puts you in a very nice space. You're very like, wow. It's like, <laughs> I can't put it in words at the moment, but it's a very nice space. Hmm? I have no beginning. The world has no beginning. Hmm. Hmm. Try to feel it. It's, it, 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 it in, in great cycles, like, like breathing, inhalation and exhalation. We, you try to think of it like this. You know what we are? You know what we are? We're living as members of God's dream. Now you think about that. You have a dream? There's people in there? Hmm? <laughs> We're one of those people in God's dream. That's interesting. <laughs> That's very, it gives us a, like, okay, we're people, we're individuals, but we're in somebody's dream. That's hmm? hmm? true. Hmm? It would change, a little thing like that would change the way you think about yourself and your life. Hmm? And what your prospect is, what, you, what it means, what you are. You understand? <laughs> As an individual. Huh? You, have, you can be an individual, as we heard this morning, you can be an individual cowherd. And, and each cowherd thinks that Krishna loves me the most. Which one is right? Every one of them. Hmm? You know, we, we, we talked a little bit about Sukadev's reflection on, on Krishna after the killing of Agasura and the picnic begins. Hmm? When the picnic begins and they're exchanging food, there's a beautiful mantramayu pasana, but he offers a beautiful verse for meditation. Hmm? There, and all the cowards are in concentric circles around Krishna, and he's looking at all of them, and each one is thinking he's looking only at me, and and so on and so forth. And it, it, this is another form of the universal form, you know, Bhagavad Gita, thirteen, fourteen. His hands are everywhere, his legs are everywhere, his eyes are everywhere. This verse of the Vedas had a hard time understanding. Hmm? How will I? He wanted a bhakti understanding. And it sounded, it was difficult for him to come up with that. Hmm? Hmm. Ultimately, the idea came that, that his hands are everywhere, hmm? that his devotees are everywhere, and when they make offerings, he reaches out and takes them. This is how he's everywhere. Wherever his devotees are calling him, he's present there, in this way, in that way, with his hands. But in other ways, that's another universal form. He makes like universal form. Hmm? You see, it's not linear. Hmm? He's with every boy at the same time. Hmm? He, 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 he sits beneath a tree. He lies his head on the lap of a cowherd. And millions of cowherds are massaging him at the same time. Each one is thinking, I'm massaging his feet. Hmm? And that's their experience. This is the possibility. So, of, uh, so no one will be left out there. Hmm? Everyone uh, is, is fully cared for. It's super, super socialism here. Mm. The perfection of socialism 
and the perfection of capitalism at the same time. These two conflicting ideas, the individualism of capitalism and the youth and, and the collectivism of socialism, hmm? both combined together and, and living harmoniously hmm? in a new blend, something like that. Hmm? Because there is individuality, because I said you are a unit of will. That influence of Surup Shakti comes, and that's why it's said in Vedanta, in the fourth Adhyaya of Vedanta, where it's talking about the, the prayojan, hmm? the goal, mukti. In this case, praying. There it's mentioned, maybe 4, 1, 14, I think. Forget the sutra, but it's mentioned. And, and Nimbarkar comments the same way as Baladev, more or less. Hmm? And, and by the ingrus grace of the srup shakti, hmm? it will be bhava. And with bhava, one can create a form for oneself. One can create a family for oneself. Hmm? This is a bhava deha, a bhava family. Hmm? Yeah. It's very extraordinary. So the point is what, in this context, that the Srup Shakti Bhakti is facilitating will, so this individuality there. But all that will is the will to satisfy the senses of Krishna. And we're under a, pretty, a dominant influence, and in the context of that, a, a, a sentiment, Sakya, Madhurya, so forth, and within the context of that, we, we desire to, Please, Krishna's senses and Srupa Shakti is facilitating that. Hmm? So there's some individuality and it's a huge welfare state. Everything's provided. Hmm? Hmm? After all, we are Tatasta Shakti, so we need an ingress of Srupa Shakti. Hmm? That means th- this is the welfare. Hmm? You cannot imagine how generous is Yashoda. How generous, Lita, Sridam, Sudam, how affectionate, hmm? how, uh, uh, for the jiva makes a little step in that direction. Okay? It take, may take yugas and yugas, but this, it, it, this is such a big thing that the small connection with that hmm? is so big, so, so valuable. Hmm? Therefore, sadhu sangha, sadhu sangha, sadhu jastikai lava matra sadhu sangha, sadhu siddhi hoi. It's a little bit of that. Oh, it's so valuable. Hmm? You know it in time. Hmm? Now you have to go on some faith. But, but just like I said, yad gatvana nivartante dhamma paramama. Once going there, one never returns. I say, once having sadhu sangha, then you never return. You may try. Hmm? You may try. I will give this up now. Hmm? Good luck hmm, with that. Hmm. You'll be found out again. You'll wake up thinking about devotees only. Hmm? You can try. Just like on the high end, gopis, they try to forget about Krishna. They can't. The low end, the sadhakas, they can't either. Hmm? It's very, some people say, I'm finished, through with that. Hmm? And especially Gaudi Vaishnavism. I had a nice story I told before. This one fellow, he got so fed up with uh, one particular institution, which was a prominent institution of Gaudi Vaishnavism. He left it, and, and but he, he, had, he had to be a devotee still. He, he kept coming back. So he got involved in Ramanuja Sampradaya. Hmm? And he got initiated in the Ramanuja Sampradaya. So off he went to Shirangam to enter the temple, 
and he was a Western person. So he went to go in the temple. He said, no, you're Western, cannot come in here. He said, no, no, I'm Hindu. No, 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 you're Western, cannot come in. He said, no, I'm initiated in the Ramanuja Sampradaya. He pulled out some kind of paper that validated that he was officially initiated Hindu. He said, no, 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 you can't come in. He argued with them, and he got frustrated and frustrated. And then in his frustration, without thinking, he went, ah, Hare Krishna. They said, oh, Hare Krishna, come in. Come in. Hmm? <laughs> Gaudi Vaishnavism is very powerful, actually. It's giving life, like Bhaktivinoda it's giving life to other sampradayas, even in, in our time. Hmm? Giving life, sending members, and, and so forth. Hmm? Material life also. Vrindavan uh, uh, has become, there's so many wealthy merchants in Lowy Bazaar, <laughs> all because of Gaudi Vaishnavism. And all because of our paribar, our our family, we should be proud of that. Hum, proud to be humble members of the paribar of Bhakti Minotakura. Hmm? So our individuality is is a very interesting uh, and important uh, topic. As a unit of will, it means that we're dynamic. It means you are a person, hmm? but the exercise of that will is dependent upon something to exercise it in relation to. And that's what the Maya Shakti and the Srup Shakti um, provide for us. Hmm? So independent of that opportunity, then what? You go to sleep. Hmm? Brahma Soyuja. Hmm? So when Madhva says, oh, then Anadi Karma is there, but why each jiva chose differently? Hmm? They're all the same. Therefore, let me add to an Adi Karma idea that each jiva is somehow, I mean, his whole philosophy is Dvaita, so he's got to make a difference everywhere. Hmm? This is his preoccupation. So every jiva is different, and therefore they choose differently. Hmm? But really, all you have to say is each jiva has a unit of will. Hmm? Will is free, will is independent. If two units of will, will choose differently in the same environment, hmm? potentially. Hmm? So these things are really just different acharyas trying to talk about it in ways that will, will compel devotees to participate and do sadhana and then arrive by a means of knowing that, tra- that transcends reason, a transrational means, at understandings that, 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 that intellect and reason and language cannot do justice to. We're trying. Gaudi Vaishnavism has done a very good, good job of it. Yeah, you can't, you can't speak completely about something that's beyond language. You can't reason completely about something that's beyond reason. Hmm? Different acharyas have tried to do Madhva, Ramanuja, so on and so forth. But this is our Gaudiya idea hmm? on the jiva, hmm? and so. The best thing that we can do that we, so that we don't transport or incorporate into our or color our understanding of these. These are topics, of course, that can't be understood without Shastra. That's the whole point of Shastra. There are certain topics that we can't know by intellect. That's good news. Because if you could know everything by your intellect, then it's going to be very boring. Indeed, it says... It says everything can't be known. Period. How's that? 
And we're, we're prone to wanting to know. And then we'll move. Hmm? The lesson is, you can't know everything. Now what? Checkmate. You know, now what do you do? You have to live differently. You have to stop just being be intellectually driven, a slave of your intellect, for example. Gyane prayasya udapasya namam David comes in Brahma's prayers. Very difficult. Very difficult, especially if you have if you're burdened by a big intellect. Very difficult, big problem. Hmm? To put it in perspective, to give it, a, it's 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 due. Hmm? To use it, not be used by it. Hmm? Very tricky. Maybe easier to use your senses. Obviously, when you're being, when you're abused by your senses, when you're being abused by your intellect, it's not obvious. People go, "Oh, you're very smart." Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. I shouldn't do bhakti. Right. Hmm? You have to accept some things will not fit inside of your intellect. That's good. Love knows no reason. If you want to love, then... Hmm? Then we have to be suspended to some extent. Some extent. Gyan Shunya Bhakti. Mahabharu loved this idea. When he heard from Ramanandra, he said, now we're getting somewhere. Now, let's, t- let's, let's collate that idea. Huh. Free from the burden of, of having to know. Hmm? Culminating in, we don't, we don't even know that Krishna is God. What kind of ideal is that? You want to, I mean, everybody wants to know God, you know, or not everybody, but I mean, anyway, you understand. It's, it's very, very, Gaudi Vaishnava is very, I don't know, it's very Zen. It's very like, you know, small is big, big is small. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, hmm. What comes first, the seed or the, or the? It's a cone, you know, the seed or the or the, or the tree. Hmm. Um, Krishna's unknowing, some kind of divine ignorance. So, these are all wonderful ideas that are really they are really meant to just short circuit the intellect so that you could know. Hmm? It puts you off balance, and then something can be put in your heart. Hmm? Later it'll be drawn upon some samskar for bhakti. Mm. This is what we do. This is what we're involved in. So, so yeah. The, so by good association, hmm? and that association should be such. These both things are important. He or she should have transcended cultural biases enough to understand the essence of the text. Hmm? And then take part of it, take part in it uh, within the, the cultural context. <laughs> That's also there. He, will, he or she will take part of it within the cultural context that they find themselves. Hmm? And then talk about it essentially within that cultural context. And then you'll have Manipuri Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? You ever see the Manipuris in Vrindavan? And they're all a little different, you know. And they. And, and, it, they play the they do kirtan different, but they're through and through Godias. Hmm? Paribar. Hmm? Through and through Godias. But they, they, but it uh, and then we have this idea we were Finnish, we're Polish, we're American, but we gotta be Vedic. Hmm? Gotta do it the Vedic way. Whatever that is. Hmm? 
Good luck figuring, figuring that out. Um, we've got to do it the Chaitanya way. That would be a little closer. We could understand a little bit about this. Does mean we have to become Bengalis? Well, we no, but we could. The Manipuris didn't become Bengalis. You know, some branches of Gaudiya Matis, they went to preach in different parts and they only had Bengali followers. It means, eh, well, very well thought out how to do that. Hmm? Go to Madras and saw Bengalis in the temple. <laughs> Where are the Madrasis here? Because we only eat Bengali, you know, you have to eat Bengali cooking only, you know. <laughs> this is a little provincial hmm? idea. Hmm? After all, he's, he's jugging up. What is the best thing to offer to Krishna? What food is the best food? What does he like the most? Hmm? Well, actually it's mentioned in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. What you like the most, offer that. Why? Because then you can offer it with the most bhakti. Hmm? Because you feel this is really good. Hmm? It's really good. I really feel it's good. And I want to give it to the person I love. Hmm? And, 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 and what does the person get? When they get, they, they get your love, they say, oh, he is, shit. What is this? What do I do with this? <laughs> you know, you know I'll do but, but his love is there. <laughs> that, and then we keep that, you know, knick-knack or card or something like it, whatever it is, you know. Hmm? It's, not, it's not the item. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> something like that. Uh, so we can have different forms of of Gaudi Vaishnavism that different shapes and so forth to some extent, but you know, but it has the essences there. There are, of course, better. Some cultures are better than other cultures. Some cultures are more sattvic, some are rajasic, tamasic. So we have to take out some things out of our culture and bring in sattvic elements and so on and so forth. But but the point is here that that, that there there's 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 a, a place also then for engaging within the cultural context and explaining it within the cultural context, that would be useful. Hmm? But you have to know the difference between what is relative and what is absolute, what is essential and what is non-essential. This is what is important. And then you can then you can adjust according to time and circumstance and speak about it and exemplify it in such a way that it will be, be compelling. Hmm? And not at the cost of mistaken ideas. So the fellow needed some sadhusanga further. You can't just go grab some books and figure out, you know. I mean, I mean, like we had Prabhupada's association. I mean, I'm talking about my, he was one of my godbrothers, so you know, we were influenced by Raghunuga Bhakti because Prabhupada is obviously influenced by Raghunuga Bhakti. His only interest is Kotavani Chuta Chuti, Bani Kai Lutaputi, Seedin Kabehobimor, Tomaramelani Bai Abar Shukapai, Kochani Buridin Bor. Not that wonder he told us this is how I, how I he didn't tell us in private moments he expressed it hmm? and by Krishna's arrangement the private moments have been have been found hmm? in his poem this is my ideal I feel like this hmm? this my heart goes there kotavani chutti chutti vani kai lutaputi chutta chutti lutaputi these things we are reading about hmm? In this is where he left the world. Hmm? In that Leela, he, 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 he departed, absorbed in that. Hmm? And very nice. Hmm? Why? We have to reason about why. Just see for what it is. Very nice. 
This is a, some form of rag bhakti, a huge wave of that. So many people touched by that. They want to go to Golok, they want to go to Vrindavan. Hmm? Touched by him. Hmm? This is our good fortune. So, yes, question? Um, I, I, I got uh, a lot of uh, say yes to that in a sense. I mean, there are mechanics, there is Siddhanta, hmm? there are um, there is structure, hmm? and so forth. And we do well to embrace the structure and understand the underlying um, teaching, to understand the math, so to speak. Um, so, like, to use another example, use of poetry, well, you can use poetry. Poetry, there's many rules to poetry and so forth. You should, you know, you, you need to learn the, poet, the grammar of poetry. You just study it. You need to learn it to be a good poet. Hmm? And, um, and at the same time, yes, you need, you need inspiration. So the learning um, is like the math, like the Vedanta of it. Hmm? Like Krishna Lila's artwork and there's a canvas. So that, yeah, the, the campus is the Chintya Beda Beda, hmm? or Siddhanta, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, these things. This is all Sambandha Jnana. Hmm? So you, you learn that. Hmm? And and then in the context of that, then, then inspiration will come. Bhava will come. Hmm? Hmm? From up to down, so, so, something like that. Some inspiration will come. Some taste will come. Hmm? So you put everything in place, and then, and then, yes, then there's some 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 spontaneity will come in on different levels, in different ways, also. Hmm? Um, you know, just in a, in a, in a, in a very general way. Then some devotees will want to participate in the dispensation of of, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, and they'll want to do it according to their own inspired individuality and so forth. Like I used to sell Prabhupada's books. Hmm? I was famous for that. And Prabhupada said, ah, he told me once, he said, Krishna is in your heart, he's giving you so many things to say. Because sometimes they would, Prabhupada would say, what is he saying, that Tripurari, now? What is he saying now? And like a morning walk. And they would say, oh, he's saying that, take this book, uh, you know, because there's energy crisis and uh, this will solve the whole energy crisis here, you know, uh, something like that or whatever. I, you know, would come up with these lines and ideas and so forth and Prabhupada would chuckle and say, he's saying this and that's true. Krishna is the source of all energy. It was like in the 70s, something like this, things like this. So Prabhupada said, yeah, Krishna's in your heart. He's giving you so many things to say. 
Hmm? Inspiration. Every devotee has their inspiration. And he wanted to create a mission, Prabhupada, that would facilitate that individuality within the parameters of the philosophy, not off the canvas. Hmm? So he wanted the books, for example, to be, and the book publishing, to be um, singular. Hmm? In other words, um, uh, 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 they had to be of a certain quality of, of editing, and, and um, um, it wasn't like do your own thing there. Hmm? Certain quality of publication, and so the sedanta, the philosophy, the 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 obeyed, the non-difference. This is singular, hmm? and then the bed is, is plural. Hmm? So it's a philosophical, religio-philosophical ideology. Beda bed. Hmm? Philosophy is one. Hmm? The expression is varied. There's sakiras, maduras, vatsalyas. And on a lower level, there's, I will preach in this way. I will, I will do kirtan. I will do shravanam. Hmm? I like archanam. Hmm? Something like that. So it, 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 the religious expression is, is, is varied. Hmm? And, but you need to get the rules of the poetry down, so to speak, the grammar, the philosophy. Then when in the context of that, yes, some inspiration comes. Hmm? And you are writing in your... Your poem. So I think it's a good analogy. In, in that um, metaphor, there is also this aspect that some things to be grasped by intelligence, uh, and something that God knows he can't grasp. Yeah, that's true for sure. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yes, yes. You very much have to understand that the philosophy is limited. Hmm. Don't expect the philosophy to answer every doubt question that you have. That, that's part of the teaching, that it can't. Hmm? Because the subject matter that it speaks about, it transcends mind, it transcends intellect. Hmm? Intellect is doubting, questioning, and, and so on. Hmm? It's unquestionable. It cannot be questioned. Hmm? It doesn't answer to the, to the court of you know, whether you exist or not. Existence doesn't do that. Hmm? Existence doesn't answer to the court of, of objectively questioning whether you, whether you exist or not. It's just like ridiculous. It's a, so, so, yeah, there, while there are all the rules and the philosophy and, and, and so forth, like rules of poetry or art or something, yes, there's, there's, there's more that can't be known. Hmm? It's unknown and unknowable, and we have to be comfortable with that. That's why, really, spiritual life is about being uncomfortable with unknowing. We're kind of theistic agnostics. Hmm? We're theistic. We're comfortable with it, with a, some degree of unknowing because of the nature of the subject and some uncertainty. And some some uncertainty is comforting in this context because it's it 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 provides the variety. Hmm? That I mean, love is uncertain. <laughs> Try it. You're certain you want it, but w- when you're involved in it, then there's uncertainty. They say, "Do you love me?" You never say you do. Why not? Hmm? And, and 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 then some doubt comes and so forth. Hmm? It's some difference between Madhuri Ras and Sakiras. 
In Sakharas, every Gopa thinks, Krishna loves me the most. And he's right. And Gopis think, I'm not sure, does Krishna love me or not? They're always questioning. Some difference. Of course he does. And that creates a certain aspect of Madhurasa, of romantic love, that's very intense and, and, and charming. So, yes, we have to be comfortable with some degree of uncertainty. The whole idea of knowing everything is, 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 is an impossibility. We won't get the kind of security we seek by trying to know everything that we will get by accepting that everything's not knowable. Hmm? That means you've really known, you've really understood something. So there's, you know, spiritual life, we, 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 we tend to think it's black and white. That's the beginning. This is right, that's wrong. Then we find there's hundreds of ways to explain one verse. And, and, but, but at a certain point, you're comfortable. In Nishta, you see, hmm? in Nishta, the road is ahead. It's, 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 it's not straight. Hmm? It's, 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 it's winding. Hmm? It's, it, 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 you know you want to go down it, but that's part of the reason. Hmm? You're on the road. It's, 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 it's broad. It's not narrow. It's a very broad road. Nish hmm? is a very broad road where rules become realizations. It was a rule. Now it becomes a, it's understood as a realization, what the full implication of it is, and so forth. Hmm? That's how I say where where our take here like this turns into something else in the Leela that's the the same expression of the Arctic. Hmm? That it looks entirely different. Uh, so it's very exciting. Hmm? Spiritual life. We want spiritual life to answer all of our questions. That that would be very uh, very boring. Uh, and we, we would have no, you know, are we not to think? We have nothing. To, uh, so do you have no individuality? <laughs> What else? Yes. Uh, my question relates to the Gopis. You said that uh, all, each, one, uh, each one of the, the two, uh, she feels that Krishna loves him the most. And so when they argue among themselves, so what arguments? Uh, how do you try to uh, convince themselves that Krishna loves me the most? So, is this feeling only a degree of Krishna particular gopi? Or because when they feel this, I'm the, the most important one, so they want to share because they become proud. So, is it how, how this sharing goes on among the gopis, what arguments they use themselves to convince others that no, I'm the, 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 the most important one, I'm the one. Radharani is the most important one. She asserts herself because, as such, because she knows that she can please Krishna in a certain instance more than anyone else. Everyone else is an aspect of herself um, or a follower of an aspect of herself. So she knows, I must push myself forward because only I can satisfy Krishna. That's so all full of a serving uh, disposition and so forth. But I mean the interaction between gopis, it's how, these are all uh, uh, anubhavs and influence of vyabhichari bhavs, and so these, these, she, he doesn't love me, and, and, and 
so that's all world of ecstasy. You see, all these things, bhav, anubhav, uh, bhav, anubhav, sattvika bhav, vyabhichari bhav, vibhav, it's a whole world of ecstasy. Hmm? It's all ecstatic feelings. Devotees have a relationship with one another as that is a sanchari bhav of their stai bhav. Hmm? So my stai bhav for Krishna is, 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 is romantic love. Then I have friends also, and they may be in romantic love, or they may be like other gopis, or other male friends hmm? who are sympathetic to my plight and my cause, hmm? like, like the friends of Krishna who are involved in his romantic life. Um, uh, and I can get counsel from them, I can get insights from them, what he's thinking, send a message, hmm? and so on and so forth. So these relationships between devotees, that, that is a sanchari bhav that augments the, the stai bhav. Hmm? So it's all a world of ecstasy. I don't know if I'm answering your, your, your question, but um, but they, 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 they console one another, no doubt, yeah. So, all right, we've talked sufficiently for this evening, I think. We'll stop there. Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki jai, Tai Chand ki jai, Sisi Radha Gobinda Dev ki jai, Shri Guru Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki jai, Old Bhakta Brinda ki jai, Old Premanande.